2: exhaling in this hot, sweaty little room, isn't That's it?
3: Kind though, of, yeah. isn't it humid? It's like sweaty
2: a London a, oven cell, pizza oven box, yeah, type scenario. Have you ever worked in a pizza or a restaurant?
3: No, no, no I haven't worked in a restaurant. I like that. <laughs> Shall we continue
2: for a brief? Piece? No, it's just I was thinking if if when I look at you, if I walked into a takeaway, mm-hmm. I'd be sat in the queue praying I didn't get served by the, the sweaty, the little sweaty fella.
3: Yeah, but. Would you say that I was sweating? Because I'd be right near the back, near the ovens.
2: Why would you Probably be near the ovens? Probably with a cap ovens? on. No. Why would I not be near the ovens? You'd be like the f- one who finishes it, you know, like who just puts the chips. It, or just cuts it cuts it up in eight bits. Actually, no, you'd be fucking washing the cack off plates at the back or something. So yeah, I wouldn't be visible then? No, you wouldn't be visible. So there you go. There you go. So you are employable <clears throat> in the takeaway <clears throat> industry. <clears throat> in some, some capacity, round the back, the round back. The back yeah. near the cack. Do you prefer generally, Andrew, talking to, like, fancy people mm-hmm. or just, like, run-of-the-mill people? Hey, or... you
3: know what? The thing about me is I'm not bothered. Absolutely I'm, not bothered. I'm all right with anybody. So, like... Well, I'm not necessarily all right. I've got, like, a mild dislike of most people. Yeah. a, sus-
2: a Suspicion and mistrust. I know what you're doing Now You're setting people up because you're a decent bloke, right? I think so. So you give out this... You do this thing, <laughs> and then because you want people... To go away saying, "Oh, he's all right. He's mm. a nice fella." In spite of what I've heard or what I thought and you, suspected, yeah, he's all right, really. He's, so, but fancy people, I don't know, like yeah. what, bomb disposal. Earl? No, I mean like just it's well, a wedding planner. That's fancy, isn't it? If you own a KFC franchise, that you that's fancy pants, isn't it? Well, for me, it is. Yeah, Um bomb disposal. Did I say that's you fancy? Did. So I'm just saying like someone with a bit of a twist about their
3: personality. Just, what, what a
2: fancy like what th- a fancy job. Yeah, someone that's got something you could really get your teeth into conversationally so, from the office. I ask you again, would you prefer to pass half an hour with a fancy person bomb disposal KFC franchise owner or a run of the mill person?
3: Fancy person.
2: Exactly. You snob. What? You snob. Well so all the run of the mill people that run <laughs> around after you you don't give a fuck about Not like them. the people at the back of the pizza shop. Yeah. Fuck them. So, Andrew, are you interested in pumice stones? <laughs> it's a long shot, I know.
4: Um,
2: <clears throat> yes, I am, yes, Bob. So what's your understanding of a pumice stone? A pumice
3: stone, to me, is a piece of stone that you can use on your... It's slightly rough. You can use it on the underside of your foot yeah. to get the rough skin off. Right yo. Um, I don't know where you'd acquire a pumice
2: stone. Maybe it's a hippie shop. <laughs> yeah. The,
3: are there still um,
2: hippie shops, you know, that have bongs and pipes and badges and shit? I don't
3: know if there's shops. There's probably stalled in markets and that. Ah, Camden yeah. Town's probably got loads of them. Yeah. Newcastle might have one in Granger
2: Market. Maybe he's... there was always one when I was young.
3: There might be yeah. like, pff, vape shops. They took over from the hippie shops now, haven't maybe,
2: they? Maybe a little bit, yeah. Do you think? Yeah, you could probably buy a skull ring in a vape shop somewhere, can't you? Can you
3: get, maybe get pumice stones in um, seaside resorts, tourist tourist shops?
2: Yeah, and they've scribbled, it with tipex. they've scribbled Blackpool <laughs> on it. yeah. Or Sutton cool Um I'm,
3: I'm brainstorming. I'm well, trying to think of more stuff about pumice stones. Well, bit,
2: the, well, have, I, thing, have I done enough? The most striking thing about a pumice stone, which I'm very surprised you didn't mention, mm-hmm. is that they're incredibly light for a stone.
5: Oh, God, they are, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, anyway. I'm just casting my mind back. My gran used to have one. Yeah.
3: And I used to go around there for a bath.
2: And scrape skin off his yeah. cheek. Yeah. <laughs> try to get rid of your tattoos. Yeah. So it's volcanic rock, Andrew. Is it? Yeah. It spews out of volcanoes when they erupt. This one was like kind of in the shape of a mouse a little bit. That's how you usually get it, isn't it? How do they make it in the shape of a the mouse then? Does it how, come out of the volcano like How that? did they decide that it should be mouse shaped? To cute it's it's one of the it is one of the cutest well, rocks, isn't it?
3: Why is a computer mouse mouse shape? Because it's easy to hold in your hand.
2: And what's the posh word for that? It's Ergo yeah, put me hand ergonomic. put my hand Ergonomic. It's ergonomic.
3: I almost put my hand up there like we're in a classroom.
2: It's uses, Andrew. Some of these might surprise and excite you. I hope so. Breeze blocks. Pumice, pumice? stone. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. Stone washed jeans. What's the stone they use? Bob, is it pumice stone? It's the pumice stone. Toothpaste. Pedicures, eh? as you mentioned. Toothpaste? Yeah. It's the tiny little bit of grit in some of the toothpastes that helps shift the shit. (coughs) Cat litter. Importantly, across the globe, Mm -hmm. water filtration, yeah? Yeah. But get this. How exciting is this? Right. I'll give you the scenario. There's been a big chemical spill in the centre of town. That's exciting, isn't it?
3: Which town? Gisborough.
2: Say Gisborough, yeah. So they're cordoning it off and everything, right? Quite right. What do they use to contain that spill? Sand. Ground pumice stone. Where did they get that at short notice? All the chemical spill containment companies are basically just pumice stone storage units. Hang on, hand up again. How
3: many chemical spill containment companies are there in the country?
2: There's three in the UK. Is there? Yeah.
3: That doesn't seem like many.
2: It's enough. It seems to have been enough, doesn't it?
3: No, but I'm seeing if there's a chemical spill, you want those guys on the scene... E S don't you? Yeah, of course you do, yeah. So, if there's only three of them, what one is one in Scotland, one in I London, and maybe one that. in
2: Wolverhampton? Sadly, they might all be very local to each other. There might be one in Middlesbrough, Newcastle, Sunderland. Bad planning, I know, but... Anyway, look, how That's boring like, that, is this? That, I just wanted to, quick, to quickly talk... And, and also, as a soilless growing medium, you know, is it called hypertonics or something? Where they just basically grow stuff in water. They use the hydroponics? Hydroponics but they use pumice stone to give the root something to grip on. Right. With certain vet, fruit and veg. Also, Andrew, it's for you. So this means you could use the folds under your tits mm-hmm. to grow salad crop. Yeah? Smear a bit of pumice paste under the tits. How do you know I'm not already? You're not, are you? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember the saying... need light, Andy. Remember, you do need <laughs> light for photosynthesis. I'm
3: not saying I am, and I'm not saying I'm not.
2: Andrew, would you ever wear a lightweight sweater over your shoulders and the, with the sleeves no, tied? in oh, never. Primrose pink, peppermint green. Never, no. never.
3: No, 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 I'm shutting that question down. No. <laughs> Weirdly, I've got a quest, similar question for you from, from the quads. Bob, when you stand still with your hands in the front pocket of your jeans, do you put your thumbs through your belt loops?
2: Let me think. No, I've never done that. I've only done that for comedy stance work.
3: Okay, and they've said, if yes, laugh with disdain. If no, ask, do you put your hands in your back pockets when you stand still with your jeans on.
2: Never done that. Never done that either. That okay. I'm aware of.
3: Right, that's that, that's fine. Okay, what's move your, your
2: favourite form of horseplay, you know, like when you're with the lads? You Tick, know, tickling. Pushing, or with the lads. You know, um, pushing each other, slapping, um, kicking the balls, grab the balls. <laughs> um, A bit of
3: a wrestle. Um, maybe wrestle yeah, to the wrestle. ground. Yeah, Pin them down. Yeah. Pin them down. Cover their mouth with your hand.
2: Yeah.
3: um, Suffocate them a little bit. A little bit. Isn't it
2: fun, yeah, when you're with the lads doing that shit? You're
3: never too old for that either, are you?
2: (laughs) Can you count to eight without using your fingers? Another question. I'm I'm Um, going to say yes, but don't ask me to do it here. Okay. When your kids were nippers, did you use a dummy on them or an overcooked sausage? (laughs) Please tell me it was a porker. It was a dummy,
3: but there is the concept, it might, might be exclusive to the North East, might not be, uh, there's the concept of the Greg's Dummy.
2: And what is the Greg's Dummy? It's a sausage roll. Sausage that roll. You,
3: that You push your kid round a shopping centre in a buggy and give it a sausage, sausage roll. roll. The Greg's Dummy.
2: <laughs> Anything else I've got? Andrew, I've <laughs> got a of the EPL. Right? Have you? From, because, and this is quite interesting, right, I have got a spy in the England camp. Ooh. Right and over the next few weeks, Ooh. right so in when the World Cup's over, I'm going to reveal who my spy is Ooh. but during the course of my EPL World Cup editions, there will be clues right as to who my spy is.
3: And do you want people to like tweet us in guess
2: Yeah'll I'm even willing to give a a prize Ooh. at the end of the six weeks.
3: right. If I get it right, do I get a prize
2: um no you're, 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 why would I give you a prize? I'm a legitimate alright yeah I'll give you, a, I'd give you a prize what do you want some horseplay do you want to wrestle yeah, a little
3: bit yeah <laughs> I'll tell you what if you're going to do Gangs of the EPL we yeah. can do it properly with the introduction and everything yeah why not Gangs of the
2: EPL or it could be World Cup Gangs of the EPL even better So, shall I carry on with it now? Do it. Well, the England squad, apart actually from a few Liverpool lads, are all based at St George's. So there's a clue in it, Andy. So, the England squad, apart from the Liverpool lads, are all based at St George's England training facility, right? So I'm going to... George Graham. Well, anyway, that's the sort of clues you're going to be given, right? They're at the England training facility near Burton. What's Burton famous for, Andrew? Biscuits. Nothing! <laughs> anyway, after Gareth has done his tactic talk, the lads are allowed to go into, I suppose, a reception area. It's a bit like an airport lounge. Nice. You know, it well, was fucking nice, yeah. First class. Massive. Table tennis, table football, big gaming area, joke big box. screens. No joke box. Mm, distracting. Well, I don't know what I can't, you know, the FA have decided. <laughs> They've had a meeting and said, no, no jukebox. You don't want to
3: second guess the There's No other. jukebox.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Big screen and all that. An official England chef there, right, to serve very strict diet. Bone broth, herbal teas, electric water with chia floaters. Is that what they're called? And if you have anything Bovril from... Bovril machine. What machine? Bovril machine. Well, Bovril machine got Bovril. Have got, they got a Bovril machine? I doubt it. Because no it, Bovril
6: machine. <laughs> <laughs> no Bovril machine.
2: No way. So the 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 voice of the FA there. <laughs> it's a little bit. Was it a little bit African? <laughs> what do you think of this idea of um, playoffs for the fourth place in the in the Premier League?
3: Oh, oh bollocks! I can't give a shit about the fourth place in the Premier League. This, the race for fourth place. I didn't ask place. you what you
2: think about the fourth place. I'm asking... Oh, well, is I'll that what they're going to do?
3: i verdict, heard it mooted. The, 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 the race for fourth place, which is basically the race to be in a qualifying round for the Champions League yeah. in early August, that's not a race. That's not a thing. Anyway, get on with
2: it. All this. right, so, so um, the, there's like... There is a little, like, canteen doesn't do it justice, but there's a, like a, a FA chef there in the room, you know? And... Um, Anything you have, if you have a, some bone broth or something, it's marked on your personal diet planner, right. And a copy sent to the player's individual dietitian. Mm-hmm. That was just I thought some nice insight. So that's how strict it is down at St George's. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in the recreation room having a snack, that will be that will be sent to your the, their personal dietitian for you. No player. spaghetti hoops. <laughs> no Wi-Fi though, because Gareth doesn't want them going on social media. Right, wow. and he, he's trying to discourage Jordan Pickford and Harry Maguire from spending all the time looking at farm equipment, you know, on the net and, yeah. like, like pouring over it. So, well, the room, I've found out, is basically split between two camps with a few undecided. Right, you've got Harry Kane's gang, called the White Lions, they roar when they score, mm-hmm. is their uh, motto, and Jeremy Vardy's gang, called the Vardy Annuals, Right. <laughs> Which is like a play Annals. on words.
3: Hardy annuals. Yeah,
2: Vardy annuals, right. Main men in Harry's gang. So this is a clue, maybe. Mm-hmm. Are Phil Jones, Debbie Alley, mm-hmm. Jordan Henderson and Eric Dyer. Right. Main men in Vardy's gang are Raheem Sterling, Harry Maguire, Kyle Walker. Mm. Okay. Vardy's gang are all gathered around a big screen, watching Vardy play Splatoon 2. So shoot them up, game.
3: I know what Splatoon is. What's it? What is it? You fire paint around.
2: What, a, on a video screen, though?
3: Yeah, it's a Nintendo game. Is it good? I've got Splatoon 1, yeah.
2: Well, it's Vardy's favourite game, so there you are. You'd probably be in the Vardy annuals. Right, so good. And Ken's gang are all sat in the reading section, yeah? Uh-huh. And Harry's holding forth. Well, I must say that the facilities here at the FA headquarters are beyond reproach and mister Sa- and in Mr Southgate we have a dynamic, inspirational and sassy leader. His pep talks are really quite gripping. Harry he hears some muffled laughter coming from Vardy's area, yeah? Just ignore those nincompoops. They are very disrespectful and muck flippant. We are preparing for the world's greatest sporting event here, not a silly barn dance for the burgers and boobs brigade. <laughs> right. Phil, Phil Jones. What is he?
3: Phil, Phil, Phil Charlie, Williams.
4: Charlie, oh, Charlie Williams. There's a rumour going round, boss, that that Vardy is sneaking pies onto premises and them Scottish shortbread biscuits with tartan packaging. That's regrettably, isn't it? isn't it, boss? <laughs> Jordan Anderson
2: piped in. Oh, no, I like them very hi Yeah, absorbent and all. And it, it always like that, didn't it? I fancy one of them. I wouldn't mind that, like. I used to always miss out. Party rings much thinner, like, but a lot brighter coloured, you know. Ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, all right, Jordan. We're not here to discuss biscuits. We're here to discuss the boss's excellent decision to make me captain of the England team. Eric Dyer chips in. They are called
4: walkers, pure, butter, shortbread fingers. Debbie,
6: oh, for fuck's sake, Eric, stop being a Boots McSlow and let the boss speak.
4: Eric, sorry,
2: (laughs) boss. Thank you, Debbie. Now, as you know, I was the top non-Muslim scorer in the Premier League this season. I give out a ferocious heat when I'm on the pitch and I'm very well thought of across the football world. Jordan. Right, and also... uh, Get them shortbreads in a circle. Big circle breaks into triangles up the shops. (coughs) I I don't know. Oh, cow, it's all about effort, isn't it, Really? Thank you, Jordan. Jesus. So, <laughs> like I think I'm real. the perfect choice, and I expect 100%, just as he says that, a large stick of celery hits him. Ooh. Right, come on, let's nip this in the bud. That could have injured my scoring spot on my shoulder, or worse, still damaged my magic chin. So, <laughs> the... um. Lions march over to the PS4 area where the Hardys have stood up, forming what I would describe as a defensive crescent arrangement. Okay. Handbook, yeah.
6: Which one, View bird brains, threw celery at me?
2: Vardy. Who wants to know, like, you know. <laughs> um, careful with your attitude, lad. I've been playing Splatoon 2 and I'm really well fired up. Look, my witch's chin, says Debbie. You know very well who is asking. It's Harry Kane, your captain. Is you hurting something? Oh, you mean uh, Southgate's captain? Not my captain, sure. That is very rude and disrespectful. Are you deliberately trying to get me in a fluffery buffery? If Mr Southgate hears about this young man,
6: you will be four at times two with a cornetto on top. Debbie. And add a scoop of custard on top of that, you cheeky fucker. <laughs>
2: Phil, yeah, custody, really Lovely with shortbread. My mum used to crumble one up on
4: custody for her uh, out uh, of school, poolie, like, you know.
2: <laughs> Jordan, oh,
6: custard, are oh, you? Thank you. Dip it in, I reckon that, ah, that yes, yeah, get dressed up in there. Oh, maybe I'm a boat, yeah, you know.
2: <laughs> Raheem Sterling chirps up,
6: I've got two boats, one called Rahid's boat. One called Raheem Sterling's boat. I bought them to impress the losses, bo mainly, so I get to wear a captain's boat. I've never driven either of them, like, but I might get another boat eh, and call it Raheem Sterling's third boat. Sure, I hope you do the tom Tit Raheem. What's that in your hand, Maguire? What are you hiding like a sneaks, McDevious? Open your hand
2: and show me, or I'm calling the boss on my special secret captain's hotline.
4: Maguire... What shall I do, Mr Vardy? If he sprags to the boss, I'm on shit street. If I get booted out of here, I'll have to go out and work
2: on me dad's... It's Peter Beasley, isn't he? <laughs> 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 i better change that. He's actually
6: quite high-pitched. He's a bit uh What shall I do, Mr Vardy? If he sprags to the boss, I'm on shit street. If I get booted out of here, I'll have to go to work on my dad's farm this summer and he's growing fucking tubers.
2: <laughs> Vardy. Oh, look, Harry, mate, you know, we both got magic chins and oh, I've got a bit of eye-bogging to boot, you know. We both know what it's like to be ridiculed. Now, take a look at soft lad Maguire here. You know, all he knows is pies, drainage and crop spraying. Don't send him back to the farm. It will be like of mice and fucking men. He'll end up strangling his brother or sitting on the family cat. All right, all right. I hear you. If he gives me what is in his hand, I will dispose of it sensibly and nothing else will be said. But no more McChances
6: chances after that.
2: So Maguire hands over to Harry what was in his hand. It's, and it is sadly, it's a crushed little pet mouse that Maguire bought away with him to keep him company. Uh. What a sad sight that is. It's very upsetting. Now listen, is there any other contraband because this amnesty ends the moment I return to the reading and reflection area? Rahid.
6: All right then. I've got a pack of shortbread hidden on top of my <laughs> arse shelf.
2: And Rahid hands it over. Harry and the white lines return to the reading area. Right, I hope you have all seen what a fair and compassionate skipper I am. Jordan. Oh, boss, like, ah, you know, that
6: shortbread has kind of made me think, ah, you know, what what about it, like, I mean, where's the sense, really? You know, renting doesn't make any. Come on, let's crunch up now. (laughs) Oh, okay, you can each have one finger
2: each. All of them. Thanks, boss. He hands out a little finger of shortbread to each of them. And then Harry says, now, say after me, Harry is king, we roar when he scores. And you join in.
6: Harry, Harry is king, king.
2: we, we roar, roar when he, he scores. scores. Harry, don't pass the Vardy. Don't, don't pass the Vardy. Vardy. There it is. That's what. That's my first report
3: from wow. the training camp. Yeah, That doesn't board well, I don't think, for England in this World Cup. Well, two, when two... Uh, Can I just say, I I think I might have what's what's described as a man crush Um, on Jamie Vardy. Really, he's so cool. He's cool. He's so cool, (laughs) but edgy as well, like an outsider. (laughs) I like him.
0: That's stamps.com. Code program.
6: Hey,
3: Bob, do you reckon Elvis Costello still can't stand up for falling oh, down? God. I mean, it was 1980 when he sang it, and I don't know that much about the underlying circumstances. Maybe he was drinking too much at the time, or maybe he had some kind of infection, because that can affect your balance, can't it? That might cause. caused... The falling fallen down if it's not treated properly. Um, I've got two more. Do you want us to do them now or shall I drop them in later on? Well,
2: why don't you drop them in when I've got? <laughs> I think he's overcome all his balance difficulties and um, I'm pleased about that.
3: Is that something you've heard down at the showbiz centre?
2: Yeah. OK. I haven't been to the showbiz centre for a couple of weeks. Have you not? No, I'll catch up on everything. I don't. did go out last week with um, uh, Rishi Smith and Matt Berry for our... We have a gossip Ooh, club. Oh, do you? Where we gossip, but... What have you got? Oh, I can't it? say, because it'll ruin Gossip Club if they know that I'm publicised. They'll oh, think I'm man. just fishing for gossip. So, TV? Interested in being watching any interesting TV, well, Andrew? I, I told you that I was going to watch
3: Evil Genius on Netflix, did you enjoy I? it?
2: I'm only one episode in. And... I'm hooked. You would be hooked, I'm yes. hooked. So... I think all we can say about Evil Genius, then, is I don't want to be a spoiler-type character. No, we don't want to give
3: too much away. It says
2: that sh- people should give it a look, shouldn't they?
3: Well, based on the one episode I've seen, definitely, Yeah. I'm going to say my nickname at school used to be the Collar Bomb. Right.
2: Because right. I look so good. Andrew, don't in, you give any spoilers away. Because I look so
3: good in shirts. Andrew. But, um, well, in that's my, all I'm saying. My
2: Athletical Mints um, summary of it, um, with no spoilers is you know how I look for things which get better and better and better yes. and better what I would say about Evil Genius is it starts at a very respectable 8.5 right and it maintains it solidly right right no no dip no dip doesn't reach a 10 it doesn't go to a 10 we're, we're not asking for that are we We
3: just, we just don't want the dip
2: Oh, please no dips. Like, Don't give us the dip. What do you think about Charge, which I am going to accept spoilers on, on ah, account of that we warned people we were watching The electric it, and bear. The, the man who touched a bear and got 2,400 volts of electricity.
3: I was slightly irritated by it. Why is that? Because I just kept asking myself, why did you touch the fucking bear? Like, you
2: wouldn't have poked the bear. No! Well, you come across a dead bear. Yeah,
3: what are you gonna poke it for? What's the begin from poking a dead bear? Do you think like maggots are gonna come out of it or something? Well, I would. Touch it, co- I think. What, what have you touched it? that came back to life and killed you.
2: It's way to go though, and that's my dream death. I think savage well, by, by, by a, a roused bear, big old bear. Yeah, I'd love. It. I'd love to have a bear in my house somewhere.
3: We'll have a wrestle sometime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, evil genius charged. It's a bit worthy. Yeah, it's a bit worthy. Um but it's probably worth watching the first 20 minutes. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's, it's not terrible, is it, Andrew? Without spoilers, if you're that way inclined, if you want to say someone who's just been electrocuted massively by a fucking dead bear... I'll
2: tell you what's and interesting. what the
3: physical effects of that are, yes, then it's worth saying
2: that that's bit. that's the interesting thing, uh, listeners, because... If you get two thousand four hundred volts of electricity through, you think. So what does that do? Well, but you can see what it does. You can does. see very it much. It blasts two massive holes in your head. <laughs> yes. It's it crushes a number of your um, ribs. Your hand flies off. Your hand literally flies off, and you get a great big fucking hole in your leg. Yeah. So it, I that... was also
3: also very interested by the hook that he used in the kitchen with all the utensils on. Yeah. I think there's a product idea there yeah. that he needs to exploit. I, I
2: mean, I was very impressed when he was able to tie fishing line with his yeah. uh, um, robotic hand. Yeah, that was good. I'm <coughs> just going to give a little recommendation <coughs> out whilst we're on the telly, um, Andrew, which okay. is for a series called Rotten.
3: <coughs> What's that then?
2: It's a bit specialist. Um, it's you a, watch a lot of telly. A, yeah. What, you tell me <coughs> something better to do than watch telly. Just give me one thing. Some of us have got work to do. You, you prefer working to watching I don't prefer tele. it, but I have to do it. All right, now I asked for something that's better, more enjoyable than watching telly. No,
3: there's no, there's nothing, no. is there? There's nothing, is there? Tell us more about Rotten, then. Rotten
2: is about the food industry. Right. And I flicked on it and think, no, I don't want to see something about how bad it is and all the blah, blah, blah. But it's, you know I run a crime club? Yeah. And, and it's interesting because what it is, it's like a food industry stroke crime club right. thing you know, and I don't want to give any spoilers like, so for example the first one <clears throat> is about Honey mm-hmm. and a company like the Baddy who's actually selling honey that isn't honey and the investigations that go into trying to stop this um, multi billion like? pound company Selling, I think it's rice syrup or something. Is it like
3: dodgy drugs when it's like cut wood?
2: Exactly. That's villain. the analogy that they use. Exactly Andrew. like that. Exactly like that.
5: It's time for another episode of Fake or Legit with me, Dominic Littlewood. My guest today of Fake and Legit is Bob I heard for TV. How you doing now, Bob? Uh, all right, thank you, Dom. Look into my eyes, Bob. Ooh, yeah. How's that make you feel, bub? Bit nervous. Yeah, you should be, bub. Why? Just because. Right, here we go. Now then, today you're playing for a charity called Handshakes for Steaks. I don't know what that means, and I don't want you to explain it. But that's it, and that's there it is, and that's what it is, and all of that. Handshakes. For snakes okay. Right the game
2: Sorry you've said Stakes first and No snakes, snakes I snakes. said
5: snakes He played the tape back I said snakes All both Alright I
2: will play The fucking thing back He's Fucking
5: better Right here we go It's fake or legit I'm going to give you Three facts Bummer, Yeah. And I want you To tell me If they're fake Or if they're legit Here we go First fact Marlon Brando From the films Was born With teeth Now That's unusual isn't it Because babies Don't usually get Born with teeth
2: Fake. Fake oh, or do I legit? Say yeah? Do I
5: say no? Is that a fake fact or is it legit? Fake. You think that's fake? Yeah. You're right, Bob Mortimer. It wasn't Marlon Brando, it was Napoleon. Oh, so
0: he was born happen. with
5: teeth. It yeah. can happen. That's a little tactic, what I like to call the dumb little wood switcheroo. Ah, uh,
2: switcheroo. You might
5: see that again later on. Fact number two, Bob Mortimer. Cauliflowers. Are you familiar with cauliflowers, Bob Mortimer? Yeah. You're familiar with cauliflowers, so you've got a head start on this one then. <laughs> cauliflowers grow so fast, you can actually hear them doing it. Legit. Fake, I oh, on, whoa. Is it Fake. Oh, is it legit? It's
2: legit, Dom.
5: Do you know that personally? No. Have you got personal guess. experience of no. listening to cauliflowers?
2: Well, I, I imagine a floretta and I would associate it with a sound, a low hum or something.
5: Yeah, I bet you would. Yeah, it's legit. Get it. Well in. done, Bob man. Now, it's your final one. I mean, you've already won, so fucking pointless, really, but here we go. Queen bees yeah. have all got individual footprints. And their movements can be tracked by reading those footprints, probably with a magnifying glass or something like that. Probably is that legit.
2: fake is really it legit? Legit.
5: No, nah, it's wrong. Ah. You got that one wrong. It's I was fake. actually quite proud of ah. it. It's fake. I made it up with my brain. Well, you've won anyway, Bob, and you've won £20 right. for handshakes for snakes. And if you want to come outside later on, we can have a wrestle.
2: Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you, Bob. It's been a pleasure. Hold on a minute, there's Mick McCarthy's out there, just a sec.
6: Alright. Why are you doing, you bastards? Oh, I'm not gonna let him in.
2: <laughs> He's just shouting, bastards. Lock he? the door. Yeah, I have done. He doesn't know how to work it.
4: No, no, no. I'm still not back at work, you know, because of the business where the foreign That's like, so I thought I'd give you an update, you know, like and all that and everything. Yesterday I was up really early because the Albanian fellow next door was like howling, you know, like a wolf in the middle of the night. Like, and I reckon it was some sort of ceremony, you know, like when you're trying to get rid of a curse or an imp that's embedded itself into one of your kids you know that sort of thing dog dead <laughs> anyway I, I got up and I thought you know you know what I think I'll go outside like, and have a nice sit in my car now I had to put my puffer, puffer jacket on because the car is very cold at night you know right? if I turn the engine on I might wake up the wife later and they'd be all here. so I put me puffer-puffer on and I got inside the car. The first thing I did was have a good stare around the interior, you know, focused like, on the dashboard and the ceiling and that. And lots of lights come on, you know, without turning the engine on, so in the dark with them all turned on. I imagined that I was like a pilot, you know, for Coconut Airways, taking the plane air uh, Happy Lads and Lasses to Barbados, you know, and that was a really nice feeling, like. I've always wanted to go to the Caribbean or somewhere hot, but... The wife comes out in welts and hides in the sunlight and she reckons foreign eggs won't be as nice as good old British egg with its famous lion mark.
6: That lion mark is a guarantee of a tasty fucking egg, Peter.
4: That's what she would say, you know. Me. 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 I had a quick fiddle with the indicators, you know. The first thing I did was, like, clap to the same beat as them, and then I blinked in unison with the the blinky lights, like, and I enjoyed that very much, and I will undoubtedly do it again next time I'm alone in the car. I suppose I should really give you a few more details about me Puffer Puffer jacket. It has a hood, you know, that falls into the collar. The hood itself is, is not puffer-puffer material. It's more nylon you know, like a tent material. It has a pocket either side, you know, about a couple of inches above the hem. The exterior of the pocket is puffer-puffer style. <laughs> which is nice because, you know, it doesn't interfere with the flow of the puffer-puffer ridges. The pockets' interiors, though, are not puffer-puffer interior. I reckon it's like cotton, you know, a <coughs> bit like the gloves a uh, snooker referee might wear when he's on duty. Next thing you know, I opened the glove compartment and closed it a few times. and Suddenly I noticed a package inside it, you know, it was a half-eaten chicken wrap that i put there a couple of days back when I took the wife to the hospital, like, you know, to have her allergy injections and the lump on her leg drained. Well, as you know, Bob, I love a chicken wrap me. And two days old or not, I was going to get tucked in. Verdict? Well, the lettuce was not as tart as I'd hoped and the dressing had penetrated quite heavily into the bread, but... The chicken was nice and lumpy, lumpy. <laughs> lovely and lumpy, and it had hardened a bit over the two days, which made a very interesting contrast with the damp bread and lettuce. The overall effect was probably the most lumpy, lovely, lumpy chicken rat I'd ever had. Suddenly, that's a bit long-handed. It's <laughs> all right. That's 30
3: minutes
4: of music. <laughs> Keep going. Suddenly, the passenger door opens, Bob, and the wife gets in and with me.
6: What the fuck are you doing sat in my car in the middle of the night, you fucking Doyle? Waking me up with your flashing lights? And what are all these crumbs on the floor and you fucking doozy puffer?
4: I'm sorry I'm sat in your car at an inappropriate hour. I'm sorry I woke you up with my indicator And I'm
6: sorry I made
4: a mess on me jacket.
6: Sorry, sorry something I'm sorry just isn't a fuck enough, Peter. I've had to come downstairs on me fucking lumpy legs, and you start seeping shit out. Sorry, <laughs> I've had to come downstairs on me fucking lumpy legs, and if they start seeping shit out, then that's on you.
4: I'm sorry, love. Would you like me to drive you to the hospital to have it checked up, mate?
6: No, I fucking wouldn't, you slack button out. What I need now is a couple of fucking poachies and a nice thick and fluffy pancake. Fluffy, fucking fluffy, mind.
4: OK, enough. I'll get them on straight away. You go and sit on the sofa and I'll put the telly and the heating on for you. So she went inside and uh, did her poachies for her, so like,
6: these are fucking perfect. Very, and I mean very, fucking runny. But there's on the tell you, wanker. What am I meant to do? I don't want to listen to you drawing on like a stream of thick and piss.
4: Don't worry, love. I, I checked you the police body cam show from last night, what you like, you know.
6: Come and sit down.
4: <laughs> Why? What's that?
6: Just fucking do it, <laughs>
4: So I do as I'm t- No, I do as I'm t- <laughs> too, mate. She says,
6: Yeah, good lad, <laughs> Pete. Have a look at this.
4: <laughs> and she takes a travel brochure out of a big envelope. It's called Sunshine Cruises.
6: I thought you might like to go somewhere sunny this year. The doctor told me my allergies have been kicked into a fucking touch. Also, this cruise company... Only uses British produce, including eggs. I fucking checked. So, what do you reckon?
4: Oh, yes, please, I, I would love that, you know. You really are very kind to me. There's about six minutes of music left. So, that's something for me to vote to and So, the wife um, reckons summer 2020 will be best for her. Um, Anyway I about to sign off now. I've gone few jokes from me, joke book for you. So I'll try them out now, just open up my book. I went to the doctor the other day and he said you've got hypochondria. I said Oh god not that as well <laughs> <laughs> This bloke um he said he was going to attack me, like, you know, with his guitar. I said, is that a threat? <laughs> <coughs> so it turns out, you know, that if you bang two halves of a horse together, it doesn't make the sound of a coconut. <laughs> My grandfather has the heart of a lion and a lifetime band from the local zoo. <laughs> 668. the neighbour of the beast. I got into a fight one time with a really big bloke, you know, and he said, I'm going to mop the floor with your face. I said, You'll be sorry. He said, Oh, yeah. Why? I said, Well, you won't be able to get into the corners very well. One. Peter Beadle. There's only one Peter Beadle. One Peter Beadle. See you then, Bob. So, he's got
2: on So he's gone on
4: in 2020?
3: 2020? Yeah. That's a very specific date. Do, do you think she's going to um, be still with him then, or is she planning to go without him? Or?
2: When I first heard it, I thought, instead of thinking, well, that's a long wait, but that's nice, mm-hmm. I thought, is she planning to get rid of him or something?
3: I hope she's saving up to make it a holiday of a lifetime instead of just so. booking something three weeks in advance. You know what I mean? So
2: let's be optimistic. We're all we can be. Peter's going on holiday in sunshine cruises. in a couple of years. Yeah. nice for him.
3: Hey, Bob, and you, you too. Found what they're looking for? Yet? Oh
2: fuck! That had to come, didn't it? That I had mean, to
3: come. it was 1987 when they said they still hadn't found it, which to me suggests they'd been looking for it for quite a while. Whatever it was, I mean, I, I don't know what it was. They lost might be something valuable, like
2: some jewels. I think it was probably it might have something. It you something know. with
3: more sentimental value, like Can I the just scarf, say no? scarf. of a dead relative. You ever heard any whispers about it down at the showbiz centre?
2: No, sorry.
3: Is there a lost property desk there?
2: No, there isn't. It's no, it's I, it's a porta cabin. I'm just
3: trying to get some kind of insight from you because it's not a it's not an area that I'm. I'm, I'm trying to, to think with. if there's
2: anything from the um, me gossip <laughs> club because that, only last week it's that I too hot say, for the broadcast well it's reasonably hot
3: um, you got out
2: on Simon Cowell I'll have a think about it I'll have a, I'll have a think about whether I can reveal what happened at the gossip oh
3: you've seen him this week with his shirt open down to his belly button extraordinary what is isn't what's
2: that it? about well he's had a facelift hasn't he he's all pinned behind his ears I, I, I couldn't see the face I was just so I wonder if that's lifted his, by the that chest. might have lifted his tits as well. Do you think so he's quite dis- proud of them?
3: Distraction technique, do you think, to stop people looking at his face? He's got the tits on, hairy tits.
2: he thinks he looks cool. He's not doing it because he thinks he looks a twat, is he? Do you
3: think he's given off a given off her, her secret message to some kind of organisation out there somewhere? well Underground.
2: The, 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 like the, whose a, whose inv- thing is like a hairy inv- V.
3: Inv- invade now, or something like that.
2: <laughs> right, so... Um, <clears throat> Now, I'm going to have a bit of trouble doing that, these in the next couple of weeks because I'm recording a right. um, comedy show with right. Rick, Um But I'll try my best, like, and I'll keep in touch with my spy. At... Well, I'll
3: tell you what, just, just tell all the people on Twitter that give me grief and think I'm the reason why we don't do as many episodes. It's you. you see, I've got nothing else in my little life you, other than this podcast. You
2: do Top Flight Time Machine.
3: Yeah, but that just, that just, that's easy.
2: Why is it easy? Are you, I, I don't make life difficult for you. I feel really hurt by that Well, you
3: only, you, you only tell me you can do these things at, like, five hours notice, so I've got to just jump in the car and come down from... Some... Like
2: you've got a car. I have got a car. What is it? It's a green car. What is your green car? It's a Nissan. A Nissan... Spritzer. It's not a Nissan Spritzer. What is it? What's the good thing with you? Oh, oh you're so
3: cagey. Well, I don't want to give away personal information on this podcast to, to 10,000 people. What, do you
2: think... How personal. What kind of car have you got there? I've got an Audi. Audi what? O- 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 Go <laughs> on. Audi, mate. I- I've got an <laughs> Audi A8. What colour is it? Black. What reg is it? I'm not telling you the reg. What's the reg plate? I'm not telling you. What Although I haven't said that. Do you know I've done a fishing programme, hey, that starts in June the 20th? Right. I've done this programme with Paul Whitehouse, mm-hmm. and I use my own car, and the registration is perfectly visible. Have they through- not pixelated it. it out? Nah. Idiots. And but I, hey, you know yeah, it's a well, good I'll show, trade Andy. That, trade that in. Now. Is it something you would watch? Oh, I would definitely watch it. Yeah. Me Just and Paul to... asking about. It's a bit like, um, it's a bit like the trip or the detectorists, right. that kind of thing. I'll, I'll watch it. I can't watch it
3: in the same way that I used to watch your stuff as a fan.
2: Now you know I'm an. Now, arsehole,
3: now that yeah. I've got to know you, yeah, it's yeah. a different perspective. But I will, I will look at it. Yeah. And yeah. Probably give you some notes on how it could have been better. It's
2: quite sad, actually. Yeah. yeah, quite a sad. So that's show. top
3: flight time machine. That's the other <laughs> podcast that I do, and it's about the Premier League history. And we're going to do some World Cup episodes as well coming up soon.
2: Yeah, and don't forget and, uh, to to follow the EPL story. See if you can guess who is my um, insider.
3: Is it George Gilby from? Gold no, it's Box? one of the squad. Right.
2: Okay. That's another clue I didn't mean to give out. See you, Andy. Bye.